You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith. With me today is Chad Hunsberger. How are you doing today? Yeah, all is well. Good deal. It's so good. we're finishing up this series yeah. with some of our other staff members and the Family Discipleship team today. And so we have a return guest. This, this is the first time we've had somebody be on the podcast nope, twice, nope. right? Who? Remember uh, Christopher Oh, Christopher, was on your it. brother was on he two was episodes. On two. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, never mind. Sorry, Gerald. Yeah, forget Man, it. forget I, I said close. that. You're not special. I was yeah. close. <laughs> almost. I was almost special. All yes. right. So we've, but yeah, so. It's uh, a rarity, though. Yes, it's yeah. rare. So, Thank you. so Jerry Welch, family discipleship pastor, um, was on several episodes ago to kind of lay out the family ministry strategy. And Matthew even mentioned then that you were also uh, specifically with our college ministry. You teach in the college life group and provide just kind of general uh, leadership for there as well with a team of folks. Um, but one thing about the this is kind of outside that family ministry strategy because it falls in a unique space. So it's post the the senior commissioning. So it's mm-hmm. after we've sent them out like arrows. Psalm 127, I think we've sent them out like arrows. So that's that's happened. But yeah, you mentioned Proverbs last ah, time. That I was sure face, did, didn't but I? That's okay. I just realized that. But uh here it is weeks later. Yeah, <laughs> just now remembering. Um, but the the space you're in and even as a parent now, you have one that's in this space where you're still a part of parenting because, especially in our culture, the college age in many ways is still reliant on you as a parent, and yet they're living on their own. They might live in another state or city than you do, um, oftentimes at least. They're, they're beginning to make decisions on their own about life, but they still need parents. And so... Uh, differently even than the 25 or 30 year old. Uh, So there's this unique spot. And so we thought it'd be good for maybe you to speak into thinking about the parent mind um, about some of those same kind of questions we've been going through with Mm -hmm. the others, even though it's kind of outside the family ministry strategy of the church, we still want to cultivate those healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, the, the parent of a college student is still looking for help, right? Yeah. They are yeah, still, that, still right. especially that yes. first-time parent going to college yeah. for the first time. Uh, they're st- and the, hopefully they're looking to their church for help. And mm. so what are we want to provide some ways that the yeah. church can still come alongside that parent as who is the primary influence of you know spiritual teacher. So all right. So absolutely. All right. So we're we're gonna run through the same kind of questions we have with the other guys, okay. the other uh, family ministry team with uh, with you. And so we start off with uh, what are specific challenges that uh, for the we could do for the the college student or for the parent of the college student. What are mm-hmm. they facing and kind of dealing with in this stage? Yeah. This is uh, first of all, I'll start by saying I am not an expert on this topic. And what are I you am, even here for, Jerry? I know, right? <laughs> You're supposed to be know, our right? expert. That's hey, why we asked you to come I back. I have experience in this area. Oh, right. I'm not an expert. Um, yeah, this is something I'm learning uh, and growing. As you mentioned, I have a 20-year-old, and so as a parent, I'm learning the parent things. Yeah. Uh, I have been working with college students here at our church for about uh, eight to ten years now, mm-hmm. so uh, for a good while, and I've learned a lot from them uh, over the years. 
and, and I really do think this is, it, it's such a, it's, it's an awesome age. I, I'll say that. I, I thoroughly enjoy um, just how teachable they are at this age, uh, that they're at a place where the, the college student is, they're leaving home. And when I get to hang out with them, they're at a place where they're looking for answers. Mm-hmm. They're willing to listen and they want to talk through things. And so I think that's one of the challenges for uh, us as parents. As a ministry leader, I get to see it as a very positive thing. As a, as a parent, that can be a hard thing because, like you said, they're still very dependent uh, in a lot of ways, uh, oftentimes financially, um, uh, for help with whether it be transportation or with lodging or those kind of things where you're, you're helping them out with stuff. Uh, but yet they really want to be independent and they want to make their own decisions and they want to feel like they're making their own decisions. And I think it's good for them to do that. So that challenge is, as a parent, how do we help them? I'm in that mode right now where where I'm learning how to, uh, you know, when you're younger, you lead from in front uh, of your children. And and now I'm at a place where I'm coming alongside. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm really good. have a, a good opportunity to, you know, I, I told my kids when they were younger <laughs> that uh, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not, I'm your dad. Um, It's my job to protect you, to point you in the right direction, to hold you accountable, all those kind of things. But if I do this right, if we do this right, I've I've told them, if we do it right, then one day we get to be friends. And so it's worth it to push through the hard to get to the place to where now you can say, you know, we can talk about things and I don't have to direct you on everything. I don't have to tell you what to do. But I can listen and be a good sounding board, uh, just like a friend would, and hopefully point you in the right direction. Uh, and so that's what we want to do as a church is come alongside parents and help them know how do you do that at this stage of life uh, so that we're coaching, we're encouraging uh, them in the right direction with scriptural principles, those kind of things, as they wrestle through things. Yeah, I, I would just add this. Mm-hmm. You, I think about my relationship with my parents, very good. God was gracious to me in that. Your relationship with your parents is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would just say to those parents who are at this spot with their kids and they're hearing what you just said about, man, you know what? I actually, I, I did it wrong. I told my kids I would be their friend when they were in ninth grade and I tried to be their friend and, st- and now I'm, mm-hmm kind of on the back end of that and wishing, man, I wish I hadn't done that because now, I mean, you know, whatever. And, and so what I would say is don't see this as like it's too late. Yeah, um, Don't hear that as, well, I messed that up, yeah. so turn off now and I guess mm-hmm. whatever comes next. No, like you can still speak truth. Mm-hmm. You can still be a loving guide. Absolutely. You can still be, you can still walk alongside in a different way maybe, mm-hmm. but uh, just because... You might have done it wrong at one point. Don't give up and say, like, I guess I'm out mm. and, and mm. check out of their life, so to speak. Still um, just push forward. You just mm. might have to do some things a little differently That's right. to maneuver that. But I would just speak a word of encouragement yeah. just for you to know, yeah, invest in them now, even still. Well, and, and the Bible tells us that, that a good friend will confront, I mean, like mm-hmm. iron sharpening iron. Yeah, and so yeah. even though my relationship is different now, it does not mean that I hold back on the tough stuff, yeah, you sure. know, that 
it's good for us to do that as parents to hold them accountable to, okay, here's what you say you believe. Are you living that out? And um, I, I think it is hard sometimes because especially in this age, college age, they're beginning to look at us as parents and go, huh, you're not really living that out either, <laughs> you know? And so they may want to call us out on those things. I think that's where it kind of goes back and forth a little bit, where it is a learning opportunity uh, for both of us, um, the parent and the college student, for us to learn from one another, hold one another accountable. Um, but also, I, I do think you're right that uh, I'm still an authority figure mm-hmm. uh, in the life of my children. Uh, no matter how old they are, I still have a certain amount of authority because of my position. Uh, but hopefully that's also some authority that I've earned by trying to live biblically and trying to let my lifestyle mimic what I say, I believe, and, and follow those principles that the Lord gives us there. And so I think as parents, uh, yeah, not giving up, not quitting, and especially this age now, in, in this age especially, like the the culture today is to challenge the status quo, to go against uh, traditional norms, those kind of things. And so our college students are wrestling with things that we never wrestled with. Uh, and some parents get really freaked out about that, but I, I've been incredibly encouraged uh, by the the students who are involved here uh, and the way that they handle that with maturity. When you point them to the truth, when when and, and so I, I, in teaching college students, I tell them all the time. Don't listen to what I say or what somebody else says about it unless it lines up with Scripture. Go back to Scripture every single time, and if if what you're reading, if what you're listening to, if, if what's going on, if it lines up with Scripture, great. If it doesn't, throw it out. And, yeah, and yeah make scripture. sure you hold that as a model. Hey, yeah. the, I'll just say, if you've been listening to the <laughs> podcast for the last few weeks, you would notice a common theme woven through all of this. Yeah. Scripture is foundational for mm-hmm. everything. Like, and that's even we, we were we were intentional about talking Christ in all. That's the name of the podcast. We find Christ most evidently in Scripture. It makes it very clear. Like Jesus is the Word, right? So we know that. And so I would just say, for all your parenting needs, like go to the Word for like yeah. And, and I think that's just so helpful for us mm-hmm. because no matter what age we're parenting. That's been the answer. It's been repeated over and over. So see that and hear that, parents. All right. So, um, you know, the the Bible and using Scripture is one of the the best things we can Mm -hmm. possibly do. And Mm -hmm. so that's been the number one answer. Like when we talk about resources or best practices, like get your kids into the Word and use the Word. Um, What are some other things that you would recommend to parents? Mm -hmm. Uh, Are there other things, other resources that we want to kind of point them toward or um, to help them through this kind of journey that they're on with their kid? Absolutely. I, um, I always recommend a book by uh, James Emery White called Meet Generation Z, uh, which is a good book. It's a good overview of Generation Z. Now, it was written a few years ago, um, so there, it, it does not give you a, uh, a map for every every child, every student, uh, what it does do is give you a little bit of an insight into what's going on in their world and what are they, what are they listening to? Uh, what are they hearing? What are they wrestling with? Um, and what causes them to think, I love digging in and finding out, okay, I get that you're acting that way. Now I want to know why, 
Yeah. I want to know what is it that drives you to that point. So I encourage parents, read articles, go to places mm-hmm. like uh, the Gospel Coalition, places like that where you can find articles that are written often that are easy reads um, but are from a biblical perspective right. but address issues of culture. So it's not always just reading about um, Gen Z. It's reading about sexuality in culture today. It's it's reading about race and gender and other issues that they're facing and how do we help them walk through that process. And it and it helps us to be able to to address it when we're reading about it from a biblical standpoint, so that we're ready to address some of those mm-hmm. issues with them. Yeah, I think that's good. I I think about uh, you mentioned articles sometimes uh, in our um, podcast type saturated mm-hmm. world, we are looking for quick and mm. books don't feel quick yeah. all the time. So I think that it's good to have books like Meet Generation Z. I think of some even that have been written by guys like Tom and Rainer and, yeah, and absolutely. others who have thought thinking about generations and different mm-hmm. gaps and different stuff. Very research based stuff. Yeah, sometimes. absolutely. Yeah. Ed Stetzer has written some mm-hmm. stuff on yeah. that. Um, but I, I think too, you mentioned this is what I was just going to get back to when you mentioned Gospel Coalition. That's a mm-hmm. great place to go. Uh, I look there. I look for even like Desiring God, uh, as John Piper has mm-hmm. more to do most often with um, like the the Bible and like understanding the specifics about it, but does a great job at times of really speaking to 18 to 25 year olds, that, that kind of age range. And um, so I'm oftentimes I'm looking for people that speak to those people. That makes sense. So I'm, I'm looking for resources. Okay. If, if I'm a college student, what would I like to hear? Okay. Well, it turns out a bunch of these college students go to this thing, this mm-hmm. conference, and they like these speakers. So maybe I should listen to that speaker and hear what they're. What, what are the terms they're using? What are the the ideas they're talking about? Uh, because they know well enough what to speak to because these things resonate with students. And so I, we've talked about uh, cross conference before. We've talked about passion conference. Yeah. These that are just geared towards that age group. And so we're kind of thinking, okay, I want to want to at least tune in to some of those speakers or worship leaders or whatever. Even if I don't agree with all of them, I just want to tune in so yeah. I can know, oh, my Christian student might be inclined to participate in that. I wonder why. You know, like, so we can learn more. Yeah. That, that is a resource in just seeing what they see. Okay. Yeah, I read a book not too long ago. It was by Jeff Cuse. It was called Blur. It's not everybody's favorite book because there, there are some parts of it that I agree with, some parts that mm-hmm. I do not. But one of the things that I, I think he did really well in talking about this generation uh, was talking about how blurred the lines are mm. uh, for them. He calls them sacredly mobile adolescents, where it, it's like they're, they, they want to consider things of God or things that are bigger than them, but they're in this mobile society that's always moving, and they're dealing with adolescence, and they're growing. And so... They don't really have the tools yet to be able to deal with all these different things coming at them at one time. By the time they get in college, like a lot of that stuff is coming to a head because mm-hmm. they have heard what mom and dad have said. They've heard what they have, you know, maybe been in church most of their life or, or maybe some of them haven't. But but they uh, know those things. And now all of a sudden they're having to make some choices on their own. So I like what you said about help them find some people that they will listen to that yeah. you know are speaking truth 
um, so that you're not the only one speaking into their lives, um, mm. but but you're also helping them to figure out how all this works together. One of my favorite things to talk about in our college ministry is, um, I, I believe, and, and Jeff Cuse uh, addresses this, may have been one of the first times I really came to grips with this, is how the, um, the fairy tales and the... Uh, superhero motif uh, that is so attractive in our mm-hmm. world today uh, has so much foundation in in gospel truth of our desire for a hero, our mm-hmm. desire to be immortal, our desire for a Prince Charming, whether that be a savior, a mm-hmm. rescuer, someone to come and rescue sure. us. So you can find points to identify with this generation in weird places and help them to be able to understand, okay, behind that, there's a bigger worldview. There's a bigger truth, going back to Scripture, that you can find ultimate truth there. All of these other things are just a shadow of, of, of that. And uh, so, yeah, it, yeah, it's been fun to dig into things like that. So I think it's unlikely sources. But watching movies with your with your mm-hmm. uh, college student, keeping up with some of the things that they're doing uh, so that you can go, okay, I've seen that. I know what that is. I can speak into that. I can either point to the gospel with that or I can show you how that goes the opposite direction yeah. uh, because I've seen it and know that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of resources I would recommend. Uh, John Piper has a book called Don't Waste Your Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, excellent resource yes. for this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then J.D. Greer came out with a new one this last year. It's like, uh, what am I going to do with my life or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's white yes. with red writing. Yes. Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> proud of that. that I, I tried to think that. of that one earlier and um, it wouldn't come to my mind. And so it's sitting in my desk that. right there now. Go, yeah. But... J.D. Greer, mm-hmm. recent book, yeah. I think it's What Am I Going to Do With My Life? Mm-hmm. And He did intentionally write that. It's sort of as a follow-up yep. to, to Don't Piper's Waste book. Your yeah. Life. Uh, and he gave that book to our college students yeah. Yeah. for yeah. that reason. Um, so two good resources mm-hmm. that I would recommend. Um, and uh, I, those are guys, again, this is something that could be helpful. If, you're, if you've got a college student who is saying, like, I just don't like the way that such and such is communicated or the the preacher mm-hmm. doesn't resonate in my town this way or whatever. Uh, and first of all, tell them to keep going to church anyway. But second of all, trying to find resources for them, that that age range, I think about guys like Louis Giglio, mm-hmm. uh, David Platt, John Piper, Trip Lee, J.D. Greer, um, some of these guys that are known for communicating really well with that age and um, igniting, revealing scripture clearly to them and igniting a fire in them. So those are, that's the kind of a resource yeah, I'd be looking good at. Good stuff. Uh, thanks to producer Cameron. We, the book is, what are you going to do with your life? Oh, I think that, that may have been what you yeah, said, actually. I think, yeah, yeah, I think you got it. it. Wasn't Jamie thank Greer. you for that clarity yeah. there. All right. Maybe. Um, so the, uh, so yeah, so some great resources. Um, the another thing I wanted to kind of I don't think that we mentioned like I said beforehand we were going to mm-hmm. talk about this but you know this is a, a good bit for parents right but mm-hmm. um, any word to uh, listeners like who are college age students yeah. young adults and like where they are and how they can maximize like this time and maybe even share a little bit about what some of our college students are doing right now. Right? Mm. Wow, I'll tell you, I am so impressed mm. um, with this age group right now. I know that the news. If you read the news you hear all the bad things about yeah. what's going on with this generation. That's not who I see mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm, um, right. It's it's amazing to me the 
you know, the weeks when I'm surrounded by 30 or more college students who are there who want to know more about deeper truths mm-hmm. of Scripture and, and about God's Word, it, it's... Um, it's exciting to me to to see those things happening, and so I would encourage those students, those college students, to dig into the word, yeah. to mm-hmm. um, uh, churches, to uh, don't shy away from deep theology. Um, they don't want shallow truths. They're looking for deep. They want to know more about why we believe what we believe, mm-hmm. and. So that's where I've been really encouraged is watching them with a willingness to dig deeper. The other thing is this. I heard, I heard somebody uh, describe this generation the other day as a almost like a movement. Like this is a generation that I'm seeing more and more want to go. Mm-hmm. They are not content to stay here. They actually believe, this is crazy, but they actually believe that when he Jesus said in the Great Commission to go and make disciples, that they're actually supposed to go and make disciples. Mm-hmm. So they're literally and, and looking for... And when he said for, the ends of the earth, he actually meant he the ends meant of the earth. He meant the ends yeah. of the earth to all nations. Mm-hmm. And so... I'm amazed. Every lately, I, I, I kind of laughed. I met a, a new college student who had come to our church recently, and she was explaining to me a little bit about her story. And she said, "I'm really interested. I think God is calling me to missions." And I just kind of laughed. I was like, "Wow, you will fit in so well here <laughs> because so many yeah. of our college students, whether that is long time, uh, you know, vocational missions overseas, or if they're just looking for how am I supposed to leverage mm-hmm. my life for the sake of Christ, for, yeah. you know, the, for the glory of God in the world, they're considering this on a regular basis. I, very few of the ones that I'm interacting with on a regular basis are just, you know, indifferent, don't happening. care, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're for real. Uh, so about you this. just used a phrase that I would just, if I were to say two things to students, you, you know, for right now, yeah. I, I would say this. You, you use the phrase, leverage your life. Mm-hmm. And I would say, one, leverage your life now for the cause of Christ. Meaning, don't feel like you've got to delay till you get out of college. Don't mm-hmm. Certainly, you can use uh, Christmas vacation, summer vacation, uh, other times that you have longer periods where you can go and be in other contexts and be in other parts of the world. But also realize, like, leverage where you are now. You are with people that, like, th- that you might not ever see again. So use these four or five years mm-hmm. to, like, leverage your influence, impact the people where you are now. Practice making disciples where you are now so that if you do get the chance to go live somewhere else, you would... Like, know how to make disciples. So um, leverage your life right now, including realizing that many times on college campuses in particular, the nations have come to you. So that is a wonderful opportunity to go ahead and invest in other nations while investing in the international students on your campus. Second thing I would say is leverage your life later. Like, plan now for... Even ways, uh, this is echoing J.D. Greer, but maybe you say, hey, the, the first two years out of college, it's going to be the most free time I ever have in my life, so I'm going to use those two years to live somewhere else. I'm Maybe I'm like, I don't have the bills to pay. I don't have the, you know, whatever it is. So I'm going to get a job somewhere else, or I'm going to go on the mission field, or I'm going to, uh, but I'm going to live my life somewhere else for the glory of God. And so I would say plan to leverage your life later, um, by using your life for the glory of God in whatever field that is, whether that's in education or particular 
in ministry or a mission field or whatever, but plan to do that now so that you are working toward toward that end. So you're leveraging it now and you're leveraging it later. Awesome. I think that's key. And with that, the I, I, I love talking about leveraging mm-hmm. your life in both of those contexts. And, and I would say to college students to make sure that you are grounded in God's yeah, word now no so that you're prepared for that. Yeah. So seek wise counsel. Put yourself in a place where you're learning from those spiritual giants who are around you that God yeah. puts there around you. People who are a little farther along than you are, people who have been studying the Word, who can teach you that that you can teach one another so that when you go off on these yeah. things, because I know you want to save the world, you want to make a difference, yeah. you want to make an impact, so just make sure that you're making an impact for Christ, <laughs> that you are doing that with biblical yeah. integrity. Read the Word now so you'll read it yeah. later. And, by the way, plug into the church yes. family yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You don't get to, like, the churches who send you, so if you want to go yeah. to wherever, the church is who sends you, the church is who affirms you, the church is probably going to be the one who pays for you to go. <laughs> so like all of these things, like be a, like you are a part of the body of Christ, act like it. Like be a servant. Uh, look for ways to participate and don't just be a sponge, but be one who actually like uh, pours out as well. Yeah. So soak it in all the time, but also pour it out. Now. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's an awesome place for us to, to end on. Uh, that's going to wrap up this episode for today. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed it. If you have, please share it on social media. Uh, give us a rating and review on your podcasting app, and we thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ and All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.